up front. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And then again, maybe some of the views you hear on Upfront are indeed a reflection of one of the owners here of Bouchard Broadcasting. Good morning, everybody. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard, here on a Monday morning. Just barely getting in. My printer's just giving me a little bit trouble. So I got seven pages here. So better get right into it. According to the Vaccine Adverse Reporting System website, there were 3,296 COVID-19 deaths since July 24th. That works out to an average of 70 people a day dying after they took the COVID-19 shot. By the way, that's the highest number of deaths attributable to any vaccine in the history of the reporting system. Now, the VARS website that you heard about first here on my Upfront program has been in existence since 1990. And what they do is they consolidate voluntary reports sent to them from across the country. And most doctors agree, folks, the number is only a small fraction of reality since such reports are not mandatory. And I maintain that you have to decide if you want to take a COVID-19 shot, especially if you're a high-risk individual. Now, here's the latest update from two agencies, FDA and the CDC. The number that I just mentioned brings to 14,701 the actual number of people that the VARS report said have died following having taken the vaccine shot. And the report does not indicate which shot may have been responsible As of today, only one of the three available shots actually have been approved by the FDA. And did you know there were also, and here's what I hear about the most, 675,000 adverse reactions. Now, most of the people I talk to, I would say at least half, maybe more, say that they have gotten an adverse reaction after they took the shot. Um, I wrote here, I I know of dozens of people who told me they had these reactions. Um, Some people had no idea if they even had COVID-19 as a reason for taking the shot. They just took it. In some cases, maybe because it was free. In other cases, because... As they told me, they were convinced by their doctor to take it. Now, as of last Tuesday, there were nearly 7,000 people who made comments about these little known facts that I just reported. The latest VARS report was dated September the 9th. My source, gatewaypundit.com. Now, I took the time to read hundreds of these 7,000 comments. (laughs) I mean, really, I I think I spent about an hour going through the 7,000 comments. So I picked up a few of the comments because I think uh, they are more important to you than phone calls. So here we go. Here's a comment from GLW. He says, I'm 68 and I take 4,000 IU international units of of D3. Guess who else takes 4,000 units of D3? Yours truly, Dick Bouchard. IU, um, 2,000 international units of vitamin C. I've started taking uh, two of those big horse pills of vitamin C and 25 milligrams of zinc daily. been doing that. And um, by the way, I refuse to wear a mask and GLW also <laughs> refuses to wear a mask. I mean, I'll, I'll put one on if, if forced to. For example, I went to see the doctor recently, and he forced me to wear a mask. So I wore it. What the hell? Here's a comment from John. Add 500 mg's of quercetin to assist with the zinc delivery 
through cell membranes. And then the remainder of John's daily doses match that of GLW. Here's a comment from Simone. I'm 63 and I live in New York City and for the last year and a half I have not worn a mask while encountering thousands of people who in turn came in contact with thousands of other people. Simone says she never felt ill anytime. She also takes D3. She says she takes 5,000 international units of D3 and she says her blood level is 73. I don't know what my blood level is. I'll have to check. Here's yet another comment. Remember, I read, I didn't read 7,000 of them. I gave up maybe at about 1,000. Traditionally, less than 3% of adverse reactions get reported to VARS. I did it once, and it took me over an hour. And if you make a mistake, VARS makes it very clear that you are legally at risk when you're making these comments. As of two years ago, over 80% of physicians didn't even know that VARS existed. All right. Ask your doctor, have you ever heard of VARS? Just, just for the heck of it. Here's another comment from someone else who says, I know they are low because I know of two people whose mothers took the jab and both died. One a week and a half after getting it, the second died two weeks, and neither family reported it to VARS. Here's another comment. According to a Harvard study, what is reported on VARS is only 2% of the cases because reporting is voluntary, as I told you. If that's true, what is happening is a genocidal nightmare. Another comment. Look up the death rate for the last few years. It's about 8.8 .8 to 8.9 per thousand. It hasn't changed much in the last four years, except now, because I've got another story coming up that's going to shock you. They haven't changed the definition of vaccines recently, and then all of a sudden, after 2015, they changed it. Here's the definition of a vaccine in 2015. Injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent a disease. Now, 2015 to 2021, we have a new definition of a vaccine. The act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Well, we've changed the definition of a vaccine again. The act of introducing, and by the way, this is effective 2021. That's this year. You're listening? The act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Notice the word immunity disappeared. So we have a comment from the Lone Ranger who's on Facebook. I don't think it's the Lone Ranger that calls our talk show, though. But anyway, he says Facebook asked for people to share their experiences with people dying from COVID. But instead, they were flooded with stories of people dying from having taken the vaccine. That's <laughs> interesting. Another comment. Why are people who are vaccinated so obsessed with getting others vaccinated? That's a really good question. Another comment. New nationwide U.S. study suggests that roughly half of all hospitalized patients showing up on COVID data dashboards in 2021 may have been admitted for another reason entirely. The source, theatlantic.com. Here's more comment. Are they following the data to follow the science? Israel is the most vaccinated country in the world and has the second highest number of cases in the world. So the science now has the data and apparently the educated don't want to see it. By the way, when you want to check things out on immunity studies and the John Hopkins death board, don't use Google. Use DuckDuckGo.com. DuckDuckGo.com is a very 
good search engine that doesn't have an agenda. Did you know the widower of Ashley Babbitt, the Air Force woman who was murdered by the Washington, D.C. Capitol Police Lieutenant that I told you about? She got three ballots in the mail for that Tuesday California recall election. But, of course, she was dead, so it was her husband, the widower, who reported it. I hope her grieving husband sent them all back. But, of course, it didn't work to help defeat Governor Newsom. If the Democrats can cheat, so can we. But on Wednesday morning, I learned, as you did, that the California Democrats did turn out to vote somehow to keep Newsom in office in California so we never got a chance to see if Larry Elder could become Newsom's replacement. CitizensFreePress.com is my source. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis does it again after Joe Biden claims his executive order must be followed. DeSantis issued his own executive order, and here it is. If a government agency in the state of Florida forces a vaccine as a condition of employment, he points out that violates Florida law. And therefore, he will make sure you get fined $5,000 for every single violation. He went on to say, we're here today to make it very clear that we're going to stand for the men and women who are serving us in Florida. We protect Florida jobs. We're not going to let people get fired because of a vaccine mandate from Joe Biden. CitizenFreePress.com, my source. I like this comment. DeSantis needs to follow Montana's lead and ban private employers from mandating their employees get vaccinated. This is what's doing the most damage to people and their family. Um, Montana is the first and only state to ban the requirement of a vaccination as a condition of employment. And it is deemed discrimination and a violation of the state's human rights laws. There were 118 comments on that story that appeared on Citizen Free Press. All right. So what do you think of those stories so far? Well, I hope you liked them. And uh, I'll be back with more following this. You'll love the ambience, the food, the friendly service when you visit Ciro's Tavern downtown at 42 Cherry Street. Try our popular lobster bisque or New England chowder this summer. Or grilled flatbreads served five ways. Our burgers and sandwiches are sure to please. And our main plates led by marinated steak tips and short ribs. Try our summer menu, including our fabulous crab cakes. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Reservations encouraged for inside or outside dining at 769-3330. Outside patio in full swing. Hampton Court also available for dining at Ciro's Tavern. Time out for Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Champs reintroduces flip-flop wines. And listen to this. We have two bottles of flip-flop for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10. Mix and match. Still on sale. Tisdale Wines from California in six varieties, including Pinot Grigio, Merlot, Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and Moscato choices. And yes, it's two bottles for $10. Share in life's endless possibilities with Tisdale Vineyard's quality wine experiences. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light 30-pack. 2647 plus tax. New hours for the convenience of customers 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. So, for a great selection of beer, wine, and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors. 481 Clinton Street. Have a question? 7 question? 765-1800 and speak to Mike the Manager. At the CPA firm of Kayer Kosher, we believe in the value of relationships. We view every client relationship like a partnership and truly believe that our success is a result of your success. We're committed to providing close personal attention to our clients. We take pride in giving you the assurance that the personal assistance you receive comes from years of advanced training and technical experience. Dedicated and trusted for over 30 years. For Kayer Kosher, certified public accountants with offices in Warwick, 
at 732-8900 and Woonsocket at 766-8100. Listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. Well, I'm pretty sure you've missed this one since it was not on the evening TV news. Dateline, Fort Worth, Texas. The 84,000 students in the Fort Worth Independent School District had to mask up. But only for a couple of hours. You see, they had a legal wrangling over the mandate. The mask mandate was in place Monday morning when students showed up for school, but around lunchtime it was reversed after the district was ordered to abandon the requirement by a Texas appeals court. Of course, the mainstream media made sure you did not hear about that story. That's the purpose of my Monday morning program here. Give you news perhaps you hadn't heard about. Here's uh, some comment on the previous story. Speaking of masks... This person decided to go and do some mathematics to determine if current masks being made available to the public or even masks worn by surgeons can stop the virus. Since the diameter of the COVID virus turns out to be 0.125 microns and the diameter of the openings in your standard surgical mask is 75 microns. The linear ratio between those two numbers, in case you're good at math, is 600 to 1. To put it in language even a leftist troll might understand, masks are the equivalent of expecting to stop a mosquito with a chain-link fence. Luckily, if it stops a dust mite. Now, if you think this massive ratio is going to be reduced by wearing two or three or even 12 masks, the author doubts even a remedial class in mathematics is going to help. Surgeonfreepress.com. I've told you about the masks being nonsense before. I mean, I wear one when I'm painting a car. Wednesday morning, I learned the CDC on Twitter. If you've had COVID-19 in the past three months and you've been exposed to someone with COVID-19, you don't need to get that tested if you don't have new symptoms. Folks, for over a year and a half, I've been telling you on this program what the symptoms are. And the same agency listed the symptoms, which have not changed. They're still displayed here on the billboard when you went to the radio station. Why in the world would you even allow yourself to be tested if you don't have the symptoms? The CDC needs to go one step further and tell Americans with natural immunity, don't get the vaccine. I maintain that if I, Richard Bouchard... 83 years old, have not even come down with any of the symptoms, including that fever above 100.4, all right? I must have natural immunity at age 83. I suspect a lot of our listeners have reached the same conclusion, period. Dateline, Utica, New York, where I went to some school. We went to Utica Free Academy, one place. Let's see, Roosevelt Junior High School, another. Both in Utica, New York. Anyway, a federal judge has temporarily blocked New York State from forcing medical workers to be vaccinated after a group of 17 health care workers, including doctors and nurses, sued, saying, hey, their constitutional rights are being violated. What did I just say earlier? New York State had required at least a first shot be given to all health care workers at hospitals and nursing homes by September the 27th. The judge gave New York State until the day after tomorrow to respond to the lawsuit in Utica Federal Court. Well, we lived in Utica, one thing's for sure. It snowed nearly every day up there during the winter. There's chaos in New York City. As of last Monday, New York City inspectors began enforcing... Mayor DiBiazio's vaccine mandate at restaurants. This you might have seen on TV. Diners will be required to show proof of vaccination for indoor dining at all eateries in the city as part of the COVID safety rules that he uh, mandated. De Blasio says that fines won't be imposed for the time being, but... In the meantime, the city still finds itself at odds with the city's police unions over the vaccination of police officers. They don't want to get vaccinated either. 
seems that unvaccinated members of the NYPD are going to have to provide a negative COVID-19 test or they'll be sent home without pay or be tested for the virus. Anyone who refuses either will be not allowed to work and will not be paid. Wow. I wonder if he can get away with that. My source, Citizen Free Press. Let's talk about Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis announced his executive order that reads, if a government agency in Florida forces a vaccine as a condition of employment that violates Florida state law. So therefore, you'll be fined $5,000 for every single violation. Simple enough. Have you had second thoughts about Joe Biden, especially if you voted for him? I borrowed this from Howard Galganoff, whose editorials I never miss. He writes from Canada, understand this. If your vote was just about voting against Donald Trump, then your vote was for Biden. And Biden's failures are on you. Galganoff.com By now, you may have heard that the mayor of Providence... El Orza has decided not to run for governor. Whoopee! El Orza did not reveal what is going to do with the million dollars people have donated to his campaign to run for governor. Better keep an eye on that. If you spend it improperly, you'll go to jail. Did you know the Afghan population in the United States has exploded in recent decades. He probably didn't know that. The majority of Afghan immigrants in the U.S. before the nonsense in Afghanistan. Um, here, here's the information about those who are already here. At least one major form of welfare they're on, funded by you, the American taxpayers. Here's a new analysis from the Center for Immigration Studies. They're called the CIS. They reveal that the number of Afghans living in the U.S. has shot up to 133,000. And that's before we started flying them here. That data is two years behind. It's from 2019. And that was more than three times the 44,000 Afghans who lived in the U.S. before the start of the Afghan war in 2001. Specifically, the research found that more than 65% of the households headed by Afghan immigrants use at least one form of welfare. That is food stamps, cash housing, and education. These high rates of welfare would certainly be a lot higher now. Afghan immigrant households use more than three times the amount of food stamps as you folks who were born here in America use. Welcome to America. You may want to read the entire article. If you do, go to Breitbart.com, because that's where I found it. Did you know that Arizona is the first state to sue the Biden administration? The suit was filed last Tuesday. That's why you didn't hear about it last Monday. Challenging recent rules, forcing both private sector and federal employees to receive COVID-19 vaccinations. Good for you, Arizona. The state argued that the vaccination requirements are unconstitutional because the federal government hasn't announced similar requirements for migrants who are crossing the southern border unvaccinated. Makes sense to me. My source, dailycaller.com. Sunday night football with the Los Angeles Rams beating the Chicago Bears 34-14 last Sunday night put up respectable TV ratings according to TVSeriesFinale.com. The game averaged 13.53 million viewers on NBC in early numbers. Due to it being a live sporting event, the final numbers will no doubt be higher for Sunday night football. But... Just so you know, and I they only wrote this for this reason, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers had more than 4 million more viewers when they beat the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. Well, Donald Trump said Wednesday about the story about General Mark Milley claiming that he would notify China about an impending attack is clearly treason. The revelation is published in a new book entitled Peril, written by 
Washington Post associate editor Bob Woodward, who said in the book that Miley, the Joint Chiefs of Staff chairman, told China in a secret January 8th phone call that he would give advance warning to the Chinese if the U.S. was ever going to attack. Doesn't that sound like treason to you? Trump commented that Miley was a dumbass and should be fired for treason for what he told Bob Woodward. My source, thegatewaypundit.com. Michigan's Spectrum Health is going with common sense, and they are granting exemptions from its vaccine mandate to employees who have naturally acquired immunity due to COVID. The Detroit News reports Spectrum Health announced they'll grant an exemption to employees who have a positive PCR or antigen test for COVID-19 plus a positive antibody test from within the past three months. So the exemption is for employees. It was created as a new research is emerging. And I keep saying, where do I get such a test? And what does Joe Biden think about this? And what is, of course, he doesn't care. Last week, I mentioned the number of fully vaccinated people who died in Massachusetts on this program. This week, I learned that 15 fully vaccinated people in Rhode Island died from COVID-19. The state reports that on Tuesday alone, there were six COVID-19 deaths. In all, the state has now suffered 2,808 COVID-19 deaths. Dr. Michael Fine, he's the former director of the Rhode Island Department of Health, he told GoLocalProvidence.com that the so-called immunity persons receive by getting one shot wears off in about six months in suggesting that they get booster shots. But he noted booster shots have not yet been approved by FDA. He also made mention that Rhode Island has over 30,000 senior citizens over 85 that he claims are at risk. Did you know that the Buffalo, New York Bills have followed the lead of the Oakland, California Raiders to require that if you want to watch a football game in their communities or in their stadiums, you must show proof of vaccination in order to enter and watch the game in the stadium. Both stadiums are in extreme left cities that voted heavily for Joe Biden over Trump, in case you didn't know. My source for that story, by the way, was the New York Post. And sometimes it's interesting to learn who did the poll. This time, it's CNN, who must have had heartburn when they revealed in their own poll that a majority of Americans, 52%, say... They do not have confidence that elections reflect the will of the people. 48% said they do. Can you imagine that CNN commissioned that poll and then uh, <laughs> they had to <laughs> had to report the results? Did you know that Cambridge, Massachusetts-based Moderna they're the maker of one of the three vaccines available to the public. Say the data they have suggests fully vaccinated, uh, vaccinated people should receive booster shots six to, months, six to eight months after uh, you get one of their flu shots. So the reason I bring this up is because it's probably a good idea for you to mark down in your journal. You do keep a journal, right? When you got the flu shot, if you did, not correction, not <laughs> I call it a flu shot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I meant to say your COVID-19 shot. Is there really a difference? Moderna and Johnson have yet to have their vaccines even approved by the FBA. And none of the makers, including Pfizer, have approval of booster shots yet. DailyMail.com is my source. By the way. Did you know that NBA basketball players are not required to get COVID-19 shots? The union, representing the basketball players in NBA, makes it a requirement. It's a non-starter. The fact of the matter is about 85% of the players are already vaccinated after they made their, their statement. The league does have strict protocols in place that include having lockers. Uh, cleaned out 
They want them to be uh, spaced, their lockers spaced from one another, maybe six feet, I suppose, and uh, be spaced from one another when they eat, fly, or ride buses. These protocols are not final, and they're still subject to talks with the NBPA union. I, I suppose Jeff Gamash knows all about this. I, first, I heard about it in the Citizen Free Press. Now, when I drive to Florida and I pay no tolls, I use a route that takes me through Newburgh, New York, and then I go up by uh, um, Route 81, 84 to 81 to 83. And that puts me in York, Pennsylvania. Now, I just read Thursday morning that a former Pennsylvania state senator, his name is Scott Wagner. He's a Republican, of course. He's purchased 15 billboards along the highway that I use that shows Joe Biden wearing a turban, brandishing a grenade launcher, and exclaiming that he is making Taliban great again. I hope my radio description of this interesting billboard helps you uh, picture this. I've got, a, I've got a picture of it here right in front of me. And I'll have to show it to my colleagues here at the station. By the way, did you know the inflation rate just dropped 0.1%? No, I didn't. Um, it dropped from inflation now we're talking about. In other words, the fact that your money is buying less than it used to. It was 5.4%, and they made a big announcement that it dropped to 5.3%. Wow! I bet you hardly noticed. Now, when Donald Trump was president, guess what the inflation rate was? 1.4%. The only difference between then and now is the media hardly mentions it. See, when it was 1.4%, you never even heard about the inflation rate. But because he wasn't their golden boy, you know. But now they said, wow, look at that, folks. The inflation rate, it was all over the, the media. Inflation drops from 5.4 to 5.3%. Holy mackerel. But they failed to remind you that when Trump was president, the inflation rate was 1.4%. Of course, you notice it when you go to the supermarket. Now, I was at the supermarket last week, and I bought a quart of my half and half that I use in my coffee, and I noticed the price jumped from $1.49 to $2.99 in one week. I went to the manager and I said, what the hell's going on here? I said, well, we'll make an adjustment. But the fact of the matter is that no matter where I shop for half and half, the price has gone up, well, maybe double. Everything I purchase, it seems, costs more than it used to. Well, that's what inflation is all about. How about gasoline? Used to be a buck ninety-nine when Trump was president in an office. Now I'm lucky if I can find it at two ninety-nine. That's inflation. Did you learn anything so far this morning? Well, I certainly hope so. That's the uh, reason I go through so much trouble to put this program together. And by the way. You folks that thank me personally for doing it, I really appreciate it. Inside or outside dining, or your favorite pickup order from Grumpy's Restaurant in Bellingham. Open seven days a week with a great luncheon menu and a full menu from burgers to steaks to seafood and mouth-watering Italian dishes, including pizzas, on one of the best menus in the area. Hungry today or tonight? Come in and enjoy friendly service, reasonable prices, and great food at Grumpy's. Call ahead for pickup or to place a reservation to dine in at 508-883-0101. Grumpy's Restaurant, 190 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham. Grubhub delivery is available. 
Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery has good news. We're fully open to our customers. And our fall menu is here, including rustic apple tots with cinnamon sugar apple filling. Gourmet caramel apples drizzled with chocolate. Apple dumplings topped with icing and sliced almonds. Apple ring cake and muffins, including cranberry apple, pumpkin, and apple. The ice cream shop, Wright Scoop, has some great fall flavors, too, including salted caramel, pumpkin and pumpkin Oreo, apple crisps, Sunday ice cream and brown butter pecan. All located at 200 Woonsocket Hill Road, North Smithfield and our hours right now are Sunday through Wednesday 9 to 6, Thursday through Saturday 8 to 7. Oh, and did I tell you the cows are milk daily from 3 to 4.30 p.m. at Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery. Step back in time at Pass Down in Time Antiques and Collectibles. Woonsocket's newest antiques store. From vintage to mid-century, from rustic to Victorian, you're sure to find items that will bring back wonderful memories, like wood crates, tens, viewmasters, books, and small furniture. Pass down in time, located across from City Hall on Main Street, Woonsocket. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pass down in time, where antiques of yesteryear reveal their stories today. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. I certainly hope you have found some things to be of interest so far on my program today. Let's see if this person has some comments. Go ahead. Good morning. I agree with everything you said about the increases. And I've been online as far as shots, etc. And people don't realize all this. They're listening to um, NBC, CBS, etc. And the truth is not there. The papers, at one time, you looked in the papers to find out what was happening. They are one-sided. And it's discouraging. And when I'm shopping, uh, and I shop for two families because my daughter does not have the time etc and i'm there shopping (laughs) uh yeah yes they're shopping to sales and then i see people with debit cards they don't care about the sales they don't care and it goes up my wazoo (laughs) i'm in my 70s i look at the outlays and my daughter doesn't have a time i say okay this 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 we're going to buy this because it's a good buy. And I want to let you know that corned beef, okay, St. Patrick's Day, that was what? Last <laughs> month, that's my way, was two twenty nine. Yep. And they ran out of it. Well, I got rain checks. I'm the rain checks person of the world. Good for you. And uh, I got like six rain checks of corned beef at two twenty nine. <laughs> and I kept asking, are you going to get, I haven't, you know, you were, you were short a week before St. Patrick's Day. Did they expire? And finally it came in. Oh, okay. Do you know it's six ninety nine? Sure it is. I bought six. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I was love, so happy. I love corned beef. <laughs> I lo- well, let me tell you, it freezes well to it lasts very well. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, I had bought lean hamburger, and they didn't have any, at two twenty nine. It is now five ninety nine. I just paid dollar seventy nine a pound. Last oh, week I, I had a, I had a, I had a coupon uh, at Price Right. I had to clip it out of the paper, and I got three pounds, dollar seventy nine a pound each. I, and even canned goods and other things. Mm-hmm. And I see people, even canned goods. Yeah, don't slap me, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got it for eighty eight. It's up to like three twenty nine. I'm saying, what is going on? All right, listen. It is ridiculous. I appreciate your call. It looks like and you and I what? are on the same Fresh frequency. Vegetables? I don't know if they're getting it from Guatemala or someplace, <laughs> but they don't last. Gotcha. Have a good day. Bye Thanks local, for the call. Bye, local. A little more, but a last. Okay? Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. And uh, she does like me. I do watch the sales. I mean, uh, you know, I probably don't have to. I, I, I have a fairly decent income these days. But um, my mother taught me to uh, look for the sales, and I do. Well, Gavin... Gavin Newcomb was not recalled from office in California last Tuesday, right? Wasn't a surprise in a state where Democrats actually outnumber Republicans two to one. And by the way, only in Northern California, where voters said that it was okay to get Newsom out of office, 
Uh, here's some comment. One voter had this to say about the news. Voter fraud via the crooked mail-in vote system played a big role in this awful outcome. Mail ballots, sometimes more than one, as we told you earlier today, were sent unrequested to every voter in the state. California used the same universal vote-by-mail system that was used across the country on November 2020 election, and we now know it was a major key to ballot counterfeiting by the left-wing side. There's no way that Newsom achieved a two-thirds vote win result without the Democrats cheating, says this commenter. I tend to think he's correct. My source, citizenfreepress.com. I'm on page six, folks. I'm going as fast as I can. Earlier I mentioned the FDA, when they decided by a large margin of 16 to 2 on Friday not to approve booster shots except for people 65 and older and some really high-risk patients. Imagine some FDA members said boosters might be needed to offset the fact that COVID-19 shots wear off and no longer provide protection. Now, I had never heard that until the FDA announced it Friday night. Imagine that. The FDA meeting lasted for eight hours. It was public. Testimony was given. It was shocking even to me since I have maintained if you don't come down with COVID-19 in a year and a half or so, this so-called pandemic uh, certainly must not bother those with God-given immune systems. And those people might be better off not taking any shots at all. So here's what came out of that eight-hour FDA vaccine booster public hearing that began at 8.30 on Friday morning. And, and listen, I'm going to suspect that a lot of you don't even know that this meeting took place. It was an eight-hour meeting. Listen closely. I want to remind you this is the first place that you heard about the vaccine adverse reporting system, VARS, and you heard it right here on up front before anywhere else, right? So what did the FDA panel members reveal publicly on Friday? One, there has been a 1,000% increase in adverse events in the VARS system caused by the COVID-19 shots during the first nine months of 2021 alone. This is the FDA talking. The FDA testimony also pointed out that the risks of taking the shot far outweigh not taking the shot, never mind boosters, especially for children. No shots have been approved for children under 16 years of age, in case you didn't know. Three, testimony during the public hearing suggests there, there's a clear failure of the vaccine products that are currently being used. Four, FDA testimony suggested that the shots may even be driving Delta variants we've been hearing about. Five, the FDA testimony was there is not enough evidence that a third dose is safe and effective for use in all Americans. Dr. Jessica Rose testified in her area, 65% were not vaccinated. She called them never sleevers and said they were better informed than those who took the shot. Dr. Joseph Fairman, a New Orleans emergency room physician, testified this disease kills the obese and diabetics. The unvaccinated are better informed. Dr. Steve Kirch testified. An even more shocking testimony. What he did is he studied nursing home data from a 136-bed nursing home located in Whitby, Ontario, Canada. You know, Canada, where you get free mental, uh, uh, <laughs> medical care. He said that the elderly who had been vaccinated, half of them died following vaccination, while none of the unvaccinated died. 
Zero. Citizens Free Press has clips of all this testimony. Is it any wonder that the FDA panel voted 16 to 2 not to approve booster shots except for 65 and older and those at exceptional risk after eight hours of testimony? How about that? have another caller, so... Uh, I'll stop for a moment and breathe. Go ahead. You're the caller. Go ahead. Uh, I'm very... That's a wonderful report. Thank you. And it's genocide, in my opinion. But I know I've called other people, and I don't want to interrupt you. But, you know, the same time they supposedly approved the Pfizer, they approved that... They didn't approve the Pfizer. Pfizer hasn't been... No. Uh, well, excuse me. Yes, they have approved the no. Pfizer, but not the booster shot. This is what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, but also they approved blood thinners for kids under uh, 12. And they Yikes. never did before. And they're going... It's it's the same day, I guess. John looked it up for me. Yeah. But, um, uh, but the kids are going to be getting those vaccinations under 12 very soon. And they shouldn't. FDA says none of their vaccines, none of their vaccines are approved for any person under age 16. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Got to watch it. Sarah Palin, 57, revealed yesterday she had not received COVID vaccine at all. Explaining on a Fox talk, News talk show. You might have heard it. I hope you did. Did you happen to tune into it? Sarah Palin. Boy, I wish she had become vice president. I voted only for McCain because of her. Anyway, she said, I believe in the science and I have not taken the shot claiming she has natural immunity. Two senior officials of the FDA have announced they're resigning over their disagreement with President Biden's call for booster shots. Last month, boosters were approved for ammonio-compromised Americans who had received either Pfizer or Moderna vaccine after data showed they were less likely to develop high antibody levels after two doses. The White House has announced that booster shots would become available for all Americans starting today. There has been no rescission from the White House yet from their order. The Biden administration plans the wide-scale expulsion of over 13,000 Haitian migrants from a small Texas border city. And this is a direct quote by putting them on flights to Haiti starting yesterday. But now I have late word just in that turns out to be another lie. A Fox News drone photographed the huge crowd gathered underneath the bridge, you may recall. You might have seen it if you watch Fox. On Saturday, DHS said their plans were yet to be finalized, but most likely would involve five to eight flights a day. Now we're hearing it's no more than two a day. Haitians crossed the Rio Grande freely. They were going back and forth between the U.S. and Mexico in knee-deep water. Now we hear the Rio Grande is up to up to your uh, neck water. So they're stopping them from crossing the Rio Grande. They're afraid they're all going to drown, I guess. Some families have been under the bridge for as long as six days. My source, Citizen Free Press. Another place you can read the story, PressHerald.com. I reported to you last week illegals from over 140 countries are coming into the U.S. via the very open Mexican border. The question remains, how many Haitians can you pack into an airplane? More late word, this time coming in from the Independent Sentinel, the DHS is only deporting single men. Family units are being allowed to stay and are being bused to American cities. More word, however, that the flights have begun and that 327 Haitians yesterday, half of those uh, were in fact uh, younger people, and uh, there were males and females, so the previous story was questionable. But the Senate's, uh, I want to say that um, 
you want to keep an eye on this. Uh, the way I can count it, they're not going to get rid of 13,000 Haitians unless they do at least 45 flights. More news. The Senate's nonpartisan interpreter of rules announced yesterday that Democrats cannot use their $3.5 million spending plan to issue 8 million green cards to DREAMers and those on TPS, and they can't do it by reconciliation. That is big news. The source of that story, DailyMail.com. Got a caller. I got to be quick. I got a lot to go to. Go ahead. You're next. Very quickly, thank you so much for what you do. I want people to be aware of two M's, media and mail-in ballots. Those are our enemies. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. President Trump warned all of us on the Internet, stay away from D.C. and what he called a setup. The Justice for J6 rally in Washington this weekend, and his fans listened to him. Only about 400 people showed up, and they were easily outnumbered by the media and law enforcement. Once again, Trump was right, and his advice was respected. Two football games I watched yesterday, completely ignored by USA Today. I checked out this morning. You know the games I'm talking about, the Patriots and the Buccaneers. Hear all about it on the Joe Show. You may have heard the Joe Biden dictator has announced that he was restricting antibody treatments from Florida. Guess what Ron DeSantis did? He went directly to the manufacturer and is bypassing Joe Biden. While the mainstream media is doing their best to ignore it, we see only on the Internet that thousands marched through New York City and Times Square this weekend carrying signs saying, We will not comply to protest Joe Biden's mandates for vaccination. Just thought I should at least mention it. Tell me you saw this on the major networks today. I want to tell you that if you've been looking for Allstate insurance, here's the place to get it. Benjamin Insurance Agency. Do like I did. You save yourself some money. Not only do I have my cars insured by this agency, I also get free motor club access. And I have several of my properties also insured by them as well. Kara and her mother, Celeste, operate this family-owned agency. They're right across the street from Dowling Village, CVS store. The other operation they have now is at 72 South Main Street in Bellingham. They're open Monday through Friday, 8.30 in the morning. And you can call them, both offices, at this number, 765-5000. Give the Benjamin Allstate Insurance Agency a call. Remember, you're in good hands with Allstate. Have you put on a little weight? Boy, have I got news for you. People who gained weight after entering their 50s actually live longer than their counterparts who stayed at the same weight over the next few decades. BottomlinePersonal.com. Folks, I got to go. My time is up. I'll see you next week. <laughs>